Pulse. Pulse 95 Live from Sharjah Heritage Days in the heart of Sharjah. Yes, uh, we are live. <laughs> That is a little bit of a sneak peek of our guest. I think she's very excited to be here. And uh, we love storytelling. And storytelling is an important part of telling stories mm -hmm. here at the Sharjah Heritage Days. And let's give a warm welcome to our guest, Amira Zarqawi, who is a storyteller here at the Sharjah Heritage Days. How are you doing? Hi, I'm, I'm doing well. Um, first of all, again, very excited. I love your energy since the moment you walked <laughs> you, in. You walked in. <laughs> Loved your energy and just tells us that honestly, even when we had Fabio, who I believe is your colleague, a storyteller yes. as well, even he, his energy when he walked in. It was fascinating. Fascinating. So I think it may be a storyteller it's, energy. It's mm -hmm. a storytelling thing. And probably, that's yeah. what we feel like. <laughs> so can you tell us about how you started? How did you get into storytelling? What made you fall in love with this art? Um, okay, uh, first of all, since I was a child, I love children mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and taking care of children. Um, and I love books, libraries, and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, when I grew up, um, got married, had a baby, and I thought, oh, books are a good thing to start with my baby. Mm -hmm. But I really didn't know from where to start. I just I still remember I found books in in a shop where they sell, um, uh, you know, baby clothes and so. Mm -hmm. So I bought two books and from there I took it and I read for him stories um, since he was like months old mm -hmm. until he became like two years old. And mm -hmm. I saw how different he was how it's affecting him. And mm -hmm. the day that I missed reading a story to him, I felt that, oh, he's losing a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So after that, um, my friends encouraged me to um, start something official. And I thought, why not start it for other kids and benefit other children? Mm -hmm. I was embarrassed at the beginning to start anything <laughs> and then Day after day, just happened, and now I'm different. I do it a lot, and it's like it's like just I do it naturally. Uh, it's it's just different. It, it's part of you now. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. It's mm -hmm. very interesting that we're seeing people who call themselves storytellers in this day and age. To be honest, mm -hmm. and um, what kind of stories do you tell children? Okay, um, before coming to Sharjah in 2019. Um, I used to read books for kids, mm -hmm. so it's read aloud more than storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, I never told a story, um, I just read books and I had a purpose because I wanted children to get attached to books, mm -hmm. so I wanted them to see the book in my hand. Mm -hmm. um, after that, um, when I came to Sharjah in 2019, I realized that, oh, it's done differently here. Mm -hmm. And it was my first time to just say something, tell something without a book. And it was um, like a tale. I, I didn't do that before. Mm -hmm. And I just did it. And now every time I come to Sharjah, I do it this way. And so I, between reading books and telling stories. And here, usually I do it like um, old tales. But um, mm -hmm. what I usually do is I find books that really um, are needed topics for children. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, for example, I had the last session I did in Bahrain was a book. It's like about animals and so, but it teaches kids uh, about uh, cyber, you know, security mm-hmm. and uh, how to deal with, uh, you know, social media and so. So yeah, I do this usually. So something mm-hmm. that teaches you about or teaches kids about modern things that they Through might be stories. facing, manners, yeah. uh, values, uh, whatever. I do it through stories. Now speaking about that, do you remember when we were talking to Fabio? We mm-hmm. mentioned that when it comes to storytelling, personally, for example, and you might know these stories as well. That we remember things like Um Safulif or Hamart al Gaila. Fabio was very fascinated with the concept of Hamart al Gaila, which is half a woman, half a donkey, who appears at noon. And uh, we were wondering, do you also tap into Bahraini folklore and uh, Gulf uh, kind of folklore and myths into your stories as well? I do it in Sharjah, mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, only when I come to Sharjah I do this, but I never tell such stories. Interesting. Um, I make sure because I'm really, um, yeah, uh, children, uh, the way they are raised, the new, you know, uh, generation, uh, generation, and mm-hmm. how they should be treated is very important for me. Mm-hmm. So I can't just bring any tale and tell it to the kid mm-hmm. if I, I know it will affect him negatively in a way yes. mm-hmm. so, so when I looked at different tales it was hard to choose something mm-hmm. um, well most of them uh, are about uh, something to frighten people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah uh, or something about the stepmother and how evil she is mm-hmm. or the mother who uh, the wife who did this or the husband who did that mm-hmm. these kind of tales were told with adults mm-hmm. and or they were told to children to make them scared mm-hmm. but now we won't do this to our kids yeah so we know that some stuff are not appropriate for our kids now mm-hmm. so we have to be very careful on what we choose for our children mm-hmm. so what I choose for this time I chose two stories uh, two uh, tales one is about being kind mm-hmm. Uh, one is about being kind and the other one is about uh, it has this frightening thing mm-hmm. but I cater it in a way um, to make it like especially that this year it's about creativity mm-hmm. so I I try to be more creative in it just to show them what, what the mm-hmm. to teach them the thing you know without mm-hmm. without that part <laughs> talking about the theme of um, heritage and creativity sometimes as a storyteller you might be able to develop a passion to create your own story so have you ever told a story of your own to children um, actually um, in Bahrain, I started making camps for uh, young adults, mm-hmm. teenagers. Interesting. So, um, what I did is, and there was a part where, um, there was a part where I had, uh, I wanted to tell them stories. Mm-hmm. So I thought, girls, 13 to 18 years old, they won't be interested uh, to listen to to see me holding a book and Mm. they don't want to feel like they're lectured you know or they are children Mm -hmm. they always want to feel big so what i did is i told them real stories of my life Mm -hmm. what happened to me through college life or work like 
a real good story mm-hmm. that they will feel oh this girl this lady whom we know now in the camp mm-hmm. and she did this she had this mistake and she could overcome whatever she had mm-hmm. or she was successful in this so i thought these kind of stories were so good to to those children so i tried to do do this from time to time mm-hmm. interesting and telling stories might be able to help people to let's say preserve culture like if 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 you tell stories especially folklore stories or stories about your country for example if you tell stories about bahrain for instance um this would help preserve culture and uh, let's say integrate culture into people or let's say children's minds as well would you not agree yes yes of course um i was so happy um when i told the story here uh that uh, it encourages children to be kind and do good. I was so happy to that they are learning these from this story mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. shows them that your grandfathers used to be this kind mm-hmm. and you are following them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought, how can I make it more interactive? I added challenges to it afterwards because children now they like challenges. So I try to mix it but I love the idea that I'm getting those values from a uh, so from folklore, you know? It, mm-hmm. it's different. It's different. The result does feel different. Yes. And like you said it's very interesting when you said um, they are also following the steps of their ancestors, their mm-hmm. grandfathers, their great-grandparents. Mm-hmm. And especially now, I mean, when we walk around here, you get a glimpse of the past, even though you are quite modern. You have your phone in your hands, connected to the internet, and it's very different time than before, but you get a glimpse of it, and you integrate it into their minds, pretty mm-hmm. much. And it's interesting when I brought up the idea of um, those kind of stories, and you were absolutely right that those stories were built or created to scare children. And this also reminded me of, for example, Fridge, the TV mm-hmm. show. They also brought in some things from folklore. I remember this very clearly, but they changed the story. So it wasn't uh, about scaring. It wasn't about scaring anymore. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was actually a love story. I remember mm-hmm. that very clearly. The way they changed it, they're like, no, they're just people. They they, they might be other creatures that exist, mm-hmm. but they, they just want our help right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they love each other, but they don't know how to approach each other. They want to get married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was a very lovely way of um, telling this story. Absolutely. I think I think at the end of the day, you want to instill, let's say, morals or or something, a lesson for children through mm-hmm. stories, whether they are scary or not scary. Let's say, as long as the stories got a meaning or let's say a lesson for the children, this is where we can find like the beauty of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I'll tell you something. If I come to children now and I tell them, let me tell you about Humart al Gaila, do you know what will happen? <laughs> They're going to laugh. They're they will be either say, uh, they will either be scared mm-hmm. or they will say, this lady is just coming up with nonsense. nonsense. <laughs> and, you know, so it's either this or this. Yeah. So, it won't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that's absolutely. It reminds me also how, um, for example, my little cousin, he's, mashallah, he's turning 16 soon. But when he was a kid, my aunt used to tell him, um, there are foxes outside the house and the foxes are going to eat you up. And he used to be terrified. We were living in the middle of, you know, a suburb. It's, 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 they're full of houses. I have no idea why he thought there are going to be foxes outside. 
outside. <laughs> They're gonna be eating him up if he ran outside. And even my younger, I'm not sure if you've heard of this. I, I feel like a lot of moms and dads use this, uh, it's made up monster. That used to my younger cousin. She's mashallah, she's 25 now. But when she was younger, I remember this very clearly. My aunt used to tell her, don't listen to anything. Ubayun is gonna come over. And he's what does not, he do? He's, he's gonna steal her, obviously. Oh They're my. all always about stealing, always <laughs> about taking them away. But yeah, it just shows you how different. Like you said, some might be scared. And some others be like, yeah, you're talking yeah. nonsense. And, what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. And especially me. I'm very concerned about children. Mm -hmm. I studied family counseling. Yeah. I really care about what will affect them. Mm -hmm. And I think just it's, it's very difficult for me to choose a story. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, too difficult. So I really care. I even don't want something that will program their mind mm -hmm. in a wrong way. Like all stepmothers are not good. I, yeah. I hate this. Mm -hmm. Even Cinderella, I hate it. So, <laughs> you know, we have to be careful with the generation. Absolutely. You're very right. This is yeah. a very conscious way of thinking about children. Mm. Um, I'm not saying that they did it wrong back then. Maybe it was some issues, perhaps. It's just the way it was back then. But now as people started learning more about child psychology and uh, going into education and learning more about the psyche of a child, like you said, they've been integrating more different things and it's more about exploring their creativity. And the, the other thing is, um, you know, before there's no TV, there's yeah. nothing. Mm -hmm. So all these stories were told for men in a men majlis or women mm -hmm. together. So of course mm -hmm. they will talk about wife and husband and you know, this is yeah. normal talk. Mm -hmm. So that's why now we should be careful what's good for children, what's good for adults. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, speaking of, now you mentioned that there are many stories that you've uh, read out and some you've told. Can you tell us which one is your personal favorite story to tell? I know um, that's hard. <laughs> no, I, you know, sometimes it's hard, but especially now, I think I like, you mean the, the ones I say here? I mean, whichever story you like telling. Okay, I like just I like this, the story that I'm telling this year. Mm -hmm. Why I like it? It's very easy, mm -hmm. and I learned it from uh, not from a book. Mm -hmm. Uh, before like two, three weeks, I was going to Muharraq in Bahrain, mm -hmm. and I was just walking on the streets there with with friends, and an old man saw us, and he said to us. Do you know that saying, uh, mm -hmm. Do you know the story behind that? And he just told us the story, and you know, as a storyteller, I was like, oh. <laughs> okay? Mm -hmm. So I thought, that's my favorite story. Mm -hmm. And I should tell it to kids in Sharjah. And I came up with like what to do with this story, how to add things to it. So I think this is my best story for can now. You, can you tell these two kids here mm -hmm. in front of you what he you told are kids. you? you are kids. <laughs> can you tell I us what's his story? Because now I'm intrigued as well. Okay, mm -hmm. it's a very neat. Uh, shall I say it like I tell it to kids or very? Absolutely, consider yes. us <laughs> children. Yes, we are, we are two children. Okay, I'll tell you. Um, once upon a time in Bahrain, there was a lit. Uh, there was a. A fisherman. Mm -hmm. This fisherman, every time he wakes up in the morning and he hears uh, the adhan sound. Mm -hmm. Allahu Akbar. And once he hears this, the adhan, what does he do? He goes to pray. He prays Fajr prayer. Mm -hmm. He's a very good man. He goes to the sea and before he goes to the sea, every day he takes with him some rice, 
because this rice he gets it every day after lunch after he finishes his meal and mm-hmm. if there's any left leftover he doesn't throw it mm-hmm. he keeps it aside and he says i'll go to the sea and i'll keep it there for any animal to to have it mm-hmm. so every day he does that he wakes up prays al-fajr goes to the sea puts that rice on a piece of wo- of wood mm-hmm. that piece of wood just go away mm-hmm. he fishes and he gets plenty of fish and go back home the second mm-hmm. day he does the same thing prays go to the sea put the rice fish and go back home one day it was just a different day mm-hmm. he went to the sea he was just doing the same thing mm-hmm. and he thought well that's a good day i will have lots of fish today but suddenly he heard something can you do it with me little kids okay All right with your hand <laughs> what's this sound what is the sound oh some water that's it's raining but that's very little rain that's fine i'll continue my day but suddenly it increased and suddenly a storm started Oh, <laughs> it's raining! A storm! And then the waves went up and down and the boat just broke into pieces and oh, he was no. in the middle of the sea. Oh goodness. Yeah, and he said, God, please help me! God, please help me! He was so mu'min. Mm-hmm. What do you say that? I believe him. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I always tell children, see, he prays on time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he prays on time. He asks God for things. <laughs> and then he was in the middle of the sea. And then he thought he he found a wood from the broken boat and he held that broken wood. And afterwards mm-hmm. he felt, oh, again the rain. It's still there. But it's less mm-hmm. again more less and it stopped and then he just held that piece of wood in the middle of the sea hours after hours oh he felt thirsty mm-hmm. and suddenly a giant bird came towards him with huge wings just bigger than him mm-hmm. And he came closer to the fisherman, closer to the fisherman, closer to the mouth of the fisherman. He opened his beak and put some water in the fisherman's mouth. Wow. wow. It was very little, but at least he would survive. Mm-hmm. And the bird went away. Afterward, the bird come back, came back and he did that again. and again and again and he kept praying the fisherman kept praying until a boat came and uh, rescued saved him. S- rescued him mm-hmm. and while the boat was going they saw that bird on top of them flying yes and the fisherman said please follow this bird that huge bird they were scared but he told them no he it's a good bird mm-hmm. so they went and they found all the pieces of wood that had the rice oh wow 
in a place and they realized oh. that this bird had a broken wing and all mm. the la the previous days the food was coming just to him and he had all the rice and he could survive oh wow. my and then what i tell the kids i forgot that the saying is so everywhere every time he throws the puts the rice he says mm -hmm. that's wow. amazing that makes a lot of sense yes and then i tell the kids what do you think this means it means mm -hmm. you just do good and you don't expect it back mm -hmm. it's just in god's eyes you know mm -hmm. it's just in god's eyes and then after that i give i give them some challenges maybe i will give it to you later on <laughs> you should do some good stuff mm -hmm. yeah that was beautiful that, that was amazing story I, lo I love it's the, the first time i say it in english it was like my mind that that story the man told you okay how to say it now in english <laughs> thank you so much that for this fun. it was a lot You're of fun chatting welcome. to you yeah, uh, amira yeah, and so we cannot welcome. wait to see what you do with the kids later on right here at the Sharjah Thank Heritage you. Days. I did it in Dubai yesterday, by the way. Oh, oh you're doing it all over the UAE. <laughs> so guys, be future, on the right? lookout for Amira if you want any interesting stories. We're going to be taking a quick break. We've got the Adhan coming up and then we're going to be chatting more about the country of the day, South Korea.